Hello everyone, this is Atresa Monique and we are here with another episode of In No Time Talk. If you have listened to the first three episodes, I want to say thank you guys so much. I really appreciate it. I love you all and I am literally using what I have to do what I want and love. In this episode, we are having a continued conversation with artist, muse, and overall genius Benji Carlisle. We talk a little more in depth about his purpose and I hope there's something that is said that inspires you and that you can learn from um, that you can take with you on your day-to-day journey. We're talking about the overall message that he wants to get across. So what is that message my love? (laughs) (laughs) That message uh, wow that message is is transparency and what I and mm-hmm. what I mean by that is to to be self, to give love, to understand love in all shape, forms, and fashion, and to to believe in yourself and growth. Um, I, I I experienced RuPaul's DragCon this this weekend, and and it, mm-hmm. it was it was amazing to me i've never been to one i've always wanted to be to be to one go to one but um it was it was it was a wonderful experience um i've seen all kinds of of individuals there from kids to to old older people of all kinds trans non-binary kids men women who participated in it and what really struck out to me was the kids that were in drag and they were with their parents and some mm-hmm. there were some tom girls there were some you know women impersonators there were some drag queens there were some androgynous but i what i loved was that rupaul created this platform for individuals to express their love and art for themselves and that kind of kind of made me think of like wow like benji ball like this is this is something sort of like benji ball that i would love to maybe in the future collaborate with RuPaul on, but I would like to do this for for everybody. Not that RuPaul excludes mm-hmm. anybody, but I'd like to do this for everybody. This the mm-hmm. more worldwide where everyone can come together um, who's interested in art and love. And I understand that everyone's not interested in art and love and expressing their love like on the exterior. But um I just my my message and my goal is to unite, is to just have unity with, with all communities and all genders and all races and, and one room and one celebration, if possible. And I experienced before being a male and being Black and working in the industry that is not easy as it looks, no matter how glammed you are or no matter you know how successful you are, unless you are surrounded by the ones who truly love art and love the art that they create, which is, and what I mean is, is all shapes, forms, and fashion. Once again, from art and love, the art in your hustle, the art, I get what you're saying, love. That su- that support is um, important. It- it's very important to be to be surrounded by that support and love. Yes. To be able to to have room for for um, 
growth and development. Yes, and and maybe maybe you know I, I'm a, I'm a late bloomer to this. Honestly, I'm really a late bloomer. I, I I speak in a sense where it's like I I speak off of experiences, but mm-hmm. I honestly am always thinking forward. I'm always thinking of where I want to grow, grow into what I want to evolve into, where what I'm actually going through in my transition right now, far as a self and. I um I am no longer no, no longer battling the experiences mentally. I am now graduating out of those mental um mental experiences that have traumatized me in a way subconsciously that I am so inspired to I would say relive or live, which is just growth, um, to see what's to come because I'm I'm inspired and and for a second I've I've been uninspired because of the lack of love of art that I'm surrounded by or more so in myself because you know like I say you're a product of your environment yes you're a pioneer yes you can be a, the leader but that's that's something separate from feelings and right I want I want I want I want I want the world to be more safer for 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 men who are visibly a tom girl, who are visibly, yeah, visibly a tom girl. Because I feel like when it's, um, I feel like when men, I feel like a woman figure is easy to blend in, in any in, in, in any any shape, fashion, or form. Where it's a drag queen, where it's transgender, where it's if you're androgynous. But I, I know that when you're a man and you're visible of, of impersonating something feminine, it is very dangerous mm-hmm. to society. It is very harming to to another. It is it's just dangerous. And mm. I want Let's talk about that for a second, if you don't mind. Why, why do you feel like that is? Because I totally agree with you. Like, any time um, a man shows that uh, any type of f- feminine trait, it, it's, uh, it poses as some type of, of threat or some, you know, of, of some sort. And why do, why do you think that that is? I honestly think that's just um, ignorance. I think that mm-hmm. people go off of what they know, which is history, or what they know, which is what they've been taught, or what they know is what, or what they know is in which is what they don't know. Um, and the the history of a man has been taught that you know men are not weak whatever weak is and being feminine is not weak when when Ooh. when when, when christopher columbus came on to to this earth like when the, the when, i mean on to the united states when the united states was first mm-hmm. you know taken over the first people that they killed was the two-spirited people which are the, the feminine and masculine balance of which were the men that were feminine and masculine like balancing that and they were killed first because they were godlike they were looked for inspiration. They was looked for the love. They was looked for the art. They was looked for the spirit. And even, 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 even the higher power, whatever you believe in, the God or whatever, that that God, that highly power that you believe in, 
is not 100% hard. He's the, that, 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 that higher power is 50, 50. And I feel like just sometimes mostly, honestly, it's usually in the color community where if you're feminine, it's less than a man. If you're a man, because I've, I'm, I'm, I'm biracial. I've experienced like on both Mm -hmm. sides of my family, as well as I have many multiracial friends, um, that in any other demographic outside of, you know, the colored community, um, that it's, it's, it's appreciated, it's supported. And I work in a, in a colored um, community industry. And, and I say color because it can be Latin, it can be black, it can be anything, you know, color. I, I work in a color mm-hmm. industry where that it's it's more so like an entertainment thing. Like when I when I get when I am done up, it's more like, oh yes, Benji for life. Oh yes, life for the party. Yes, yes, yes. And then there's those days where I'm just chilling when I'm like in my pajamas as I call them, which is just standard clothing. And it's more so like, what's wrong with you? Oh, you know, like, oh, like Benji you got an attitude or something. It's just like, no, like what, do you see me or do you see what you see? You get what I'm saying? Because when I show myself, you see less than me. And then when I show less of me, you see, you know, less than that. And it's and I and I feel like that men that are feminine are the are the strongest men that there 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 is. Like a man that can show that he's that he that he has a soft side or a man that can show that he is comfortable with wearing lipstick or whatever that is, not saying that all men have to do that or that I am, you know, being yes. an advocate for young guys to do that. But what I'm saying is that a man that is in tune with himself, that is confident with himself, no matter if he's, no matter mm. if he's straight, no matter if he's gay, no matter if he's feminine, I don't feel like showing, you know, a softer feminine quote unquote trait is less of a man. It, you get less respect, mm-hmm. you know, and I experienced that and I can mm-hmm. really, I experienced that my whole life since I was, since I was literally a kid to mm-hmm. now. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't stand for mm, acceptance. I don't give a fuck about acceptance. I don't care if people accept it or not. Like I stand for respect. Right. You don't have to like it, but you can respect. It. You don't even have to. You know, you take so much more energy in mm-hmm. being disrespectful versus just not saying anything. You take so much more energy than killing a being versus just you know going the other way. But why is it that men cannot be feminine, or why is it that men cannot be transparent with showing their mm-hmm. femininity? There's a there's kids out here committing suicide mm-hmm. in sixth grade because they are feminine and getting bullied. Mm-hmm. There are people that I know that are mm-hmm. older than me that are in this industry that come to me and talk to me about, mm-hmm. you know, their confidential things that they're going through that they cannot live because of what the industry or what they feel like the industry or society has sought out for a man to be like. But when I went to like, when I go to the gay clubs or when I go to the RuPaul Drag Con or when I go to New York, the, you know, the everyday people's brunch, when I go to these certain limited places that celebrate life, just life itself, when you think of life, you don't think of feminine. Yes. When you think of life, you don't think of, you know, masculine. When you think of life, you think of love. You think of light. And that's what I want to. That's what I want my message to be for the kids in the school place and the kids in the workplace, even adults, anybody that, you know, is seeking for love and light. That's what I want to presentation of across the board, not just a, not a certain community. I know that 
I don't have no control over the communities that it reached because it's all upon self to, you know, engage in, in those activities or, or events. But what I would like to do is spread, is spread the exposure to everybody, like how they spread math, like how they spread home economics. Like, why can't this be taught so mm -hmm. that it is not foreign or it is not understood to why can a man be feminine? Mm -hmm. that, that is an excellent, excellent point. You made some really amazing points. Um, I can speak um, as a as a woman, I embrace both my um, masculinity and my my feminine side, because I think um, it is important uh, to have that balance. And you hit on something when you said when I was asking about why. Um, is it posed um, as a threat, you know, when, when a man shows his feminine side? And you, you mentioned that word, um, you mentioned ignorance, of course, but also um, they're looked at as being weak. And then that's a, a, a bigger picture of, so you're saying that, not you're saying, but I'm saying like the, um, the ones that look at it like that this is sending that message whether it's out loud or subconsciously that that women are weak that showing that softer side yeah is, is for sure weak like in the, like that and it kind of like just imagine if a woman was always like just predominantly masculine is oh she you know she too hard she too tough or you know yeah. she, she a bitch she this and that it's like, right okay, so what, so me wearing heels and me wearing makeup and me wearing a, a flattering dress that complements my body means that I am less than a man, means that I am weak, means that, you know, you're attracted to me and now you're uncomfortable. Like, I, I, I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to make it make sense to me of what I'm not understanding, because this is naturally me. This is not something that I studied to be. This is not something that I was inspired to be. This is not something that I grew into be. This is who I am. So I battle with myself at times right. with identity when it comes to trying to explain to one who does not get it but has all the rules to why I should get how they think. And you know what? By me just even saying that statement now, it's just like I, you know, I I have this thing where I love to subconsciously teach people. And that is like my that's what I battle with because I put myself in these positions and, and environments where as honestly as dangerous for me, myself. And I no longer want to do that, but I do want to showcase that through my music, through my fashion and through activism. I want, I, I'm, I'm about to start talking. I'm about to start, you know, educating. I'm about to start lecturing. Um, the ones who are seeking self, the ones who are seeking love, the parents who are looking for someone to help guide what they don't know when it comes to how to feel or how to nurture besides just loving. And it's, 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 it's disgusting, Teresa. Like, it's really disgusting. I have, especially when my family sees like how people treat me or talk about me, like my family sees nothing but Benji. You know what I'm saying? My brothers, they're straight. They love me. My mom, I'm her first child. She never experienced a child like like this. So you know, with even in my own family, they had to learn how to nurture me or or understand me. But the only and I'm gonna tell you this: 
as hard as it quote unquote may sound to understand a person who's so transparent or a person who's non-binary or a person who's transgender or a person that you know just being the authentic self the easiest thing that my family did and could do to just understand me was to love me we never had any mm. we never had not hmm. me and my family we never had anything that that was a problem for us when it came to love and came to understanding each other. Now, outside of my household, maybe my mom or my brothers, they had to go through some things of people asking them questions. Or, you know, having jokes or disrespectful things, um, you know, targeted towards me. But they never brought that to the house and they never brought that to me. They loved me. They see me for me. They didn't see what they just see or they didn't just see what they, you know, know off of history or what they were uncomfortable with. What is uncomfortable about a person loving themselves? What is uncomfortable about being transparent? What is uncomfortable about minding your own damn business? Do you get what I'm saying? Like, I, yes, I'm feminine. Yes, I'm masculine. Yes, I'm a man that loves to cross-dress. I cannot pick and choose when is it the right time to not be myself. If I go to the grocery store, that's to put myself in danger. If I go to the club, that's to put myself in danger. If I go, you know, and I'm not trying to speak on this danger thing, but I speak in that because that's the one thing people don't sometimes consider when they are thinking of or disrespecting something that is uncomfortable to them when they see it, which is a, a transparent being like me. And... By them, yeah. you know, transferring that energy into the atmosphere, it creates a very dangerous world for me. Where sometimes I isolate myself and put myself in positions or environments where, you know, I'm I'm not I'm not fully letting my light shine. And yes, I can go to the club. But after the club, I go home. You get what I'm saying? What What about the daytime? What about the next thing? Do I scale myself down? Or do I invest in myself and build my foundation and put all my feelings and, and art into my music so that I can create my own safe place and create my world outside of the beauty industry or fashion industry and make it a lifestyle? Because it is my lifestyle versus a look right. or a form of work. But you know what? What I realized is that's the best place and space for me if I want to be successful, if I want to have, have security, if I want to get the message across. So where, where you meeting me and where we're talking at right now in my life is that I'm just in a transition to, to do that and to make that happen. And I would like to mm -hmm. be transparent as possible with my transition to the youth. Yes. Your voice is very necessary, um, Benji, because this is, you are definitely, um, you're creating your, your own way, your own path, and, and it's going to um, pave the way for, for uh, youth that are, are currently in, in your 
um, position or that feels like you, you know, that feels like they don't have um, anywhere to go outside of, oh, you know, when I go to this party, I can be myself or when I when I do this, they can accept me, but I they can't accept the lifestyle on a regular, you know, basis of no, this is who I am. Yeah. 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 And I feel like that that um the the masculine and the feminine energy is is what makes the world in a sense. Like they're they're both needed, you know. None is is superior than the other. Correct. And I and, and and I live in Hollywood. So when I live in Hollywood, what I mean by that, um, quote unquote Hollywood, people see like you know, oh, you're just living your life in Hollywood, or you know, you're lit, or you're you're this, or you're that. Yes, like if I was back in Pensacola, Florida, Mobile, Alabama, where I'm born and raised at, I would still be the same thing. You know what I'm saying? I would still be lit. I would still be living the life. Mm-hmm. Because I'm living my life. It's not about the environment. It's not about the association of who I know. Mm. Before I was, I would still be living the life because I'm living you. my life. I love that. Thank you. And that's what I'm ready to to, to showcase in my art, in my creative direction, in my music, in my activism, in my <laughs> in my films. And I'm and I'm very grateful for mm-hmm. you documenting this and interviewing me at the very, very, very beginning of this process because I am now still articulating and learning how to translate that because I didn't grow up with any mentors. I didn't grow up with any guidance. I don't I don't I don't have um and I'm gonna speak this to the universe, I will have a mentor, I will have someone who understands me. The universe will send me someone who knows how to navigate my love life and more so energy. And I've, I haven't had that mm-hmm. ever. And I feel like, not that I'm lacking that, not that I need that, but learning yourself and learning your light and how to translate that besides just letting it shine will change Mm -hmm. the world. Mm -hmm. And it's a consistent journey. I'm not trying to change the world. That's not what I'm trying to do. It's automatically changing by, it's evolving every day. It's changing by by people and individuals being themselves. So when I say change the world, I'm hypothetically saying change the world. But what my, my message to do for the world is spread light, you know, from under the rock to the sky. Mm. Just said that one more time. You said your message spread the light from under the rock to the sky. And because I feel like you like people know about guns, even if you're a thug or even if you're a CEO, you know about guns. You know gun violence. You know that you know you need the license for the gun, or you know this is against the law. You know the gun. You know all things about guns. It's the same way that you can know things about just being self or just respecting self just to be aware yes we know mm-hmm. we, are, we are aware of a faggot yeah. yes we're aware of a crossdresser yes we're aware of transgender yes we're aware of 
you know, shit that you just see. You're aware of anything that you fucking see. But are you aware of the energy that you are putting out that you don't have to? Are you aware that Ooh. this is an effect on another's life? Are you aware that you are a part of hate? Are you aware that you're a part of racism? Are you aware that you're a part of, you know, discrimination? Are you aware that you have friends around you that are on the low that can't be themselves because of how you think? Are you aware that your family, you know, like, are you aware of anything that you are, are known to? Hmm. There, there's parents out there, kids can't be themselves because their parents stuck in their ways. There's, there's people out there who their homeboys is on the low, you know, and can't even be honest with their homeboy because of how they, because, because the love that they have for their homeboy that discriminates, deteriorates who they are. Like, are you aware of the power of love? Are you aware of the fear of love? Are you aware of the weakness of love? Are you aware of that when you're out here translating that energy, transferring that energy of negativity upon one being an individual? Mm -hmm. So like when I speak of as a time girl, mm -hmm. yes, I speak of, as, as, uh, yes, I'm standing up for the time girls, but it's across the board. Time girls somehow are very visible, very more, I would say one of the most visible beings that they are because it is a cross-dresser. It is a full man, butch queen, whatever you want to call it, beard, cunt, killing it. Mm -hmm. I don't know what, 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 how more transparent you can be outside of that. Because right. I can't blend in. And you weren't meant to, okay? <laughs> so what would you, what advice um, would you give to parents out there since we're touching on, on the, the youth a little bit um, to be able to explain to their children? Because, okay, I'm, I'm raising a, a young black boy. And there have been times where I'm around his friends and, you know, they're very, kids now especially, are very mm -hmm. open in how they talk, okay? Uh, <laughs> and so sometimes, you know, I've, I've corrected and heard, you know, where their friends, are, uh, even my son, I correct that if somebody walks by that even looks a little different than, you know, what they're used to seeing, um, Oh, they, they, they gay, bro. They, and, and I will immediately shut shit down. Like, why are you putting, first of all, why are you putting a label on, on this young man because of how he looks, you know, what, what in you, what in your mind made you put a label on him because of how he looks? And I'm personally teaching my child to love and accept everyone that we're all we're all different and unique at the same time you know so what advice would would you give to parents young parents like myself to to be able to cultivate an environment um that is comfortable um you know uh and acceptable to 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 for someone else who's mm -hmm. just themselves mm -hmm. if, if that question made my advice to parents who have kids who 
who want their child to, you know, be the most uplifting individual that there is, is to teach their child everything that they wasn't taught. Right. Teach their child everything that they didn't learn. Because mm-hmm. as parents, sometimes it's not the parents' fault, it's their parents' parents' fault. And I'm not putting the fault on nobody, I'm hi- hypothetically, mm-hmm. quote-unquote, fault. Um, like, if you didn't learn anything about mm-hmm. racism, discrimination, you know, homophobia, anything like that, I think that's something that should be taught to the next generation. It's kind of like the child and the parent are going to school together to for the child to have a better life than the parent. Yes, parents are like, yes, I want my child to have a better life than me. Yes, what, financially, so they don't struggle, or mentally. So I feel like when the parents mm. teach children and expose children to things that they don't know or that the parents never understood or had awareness of, that they should teach their children that or they should show their children that. Now, I'm not saying expose your children to everything that there is, you know, but I also feel like there shouldn't be a censor on what they own on life because they will experience it. That's why I say this mm-hmm. is something that should be taught in school. They will experience it. They may have a cousin that escaped. They may have a, a uncle that they may have an uncle when they're six years old, but when they turn 14, their uncle is transgender. How can you translate to that to a child? Because now this child also has to go to school or go to an environment. His friend is like, hey, that's his, his faggot ass auntie, huh? You know, like making jokes and like, how can mm-hmm. we educate kids? By educating the kids is one, not showing humor in any type of, you know, in any type of love. There's no humor because right. it starts off as a joke and a joke turns into bullying and bullying turns into death or suicide. So, mm. you know, like, it, like, I feel like the YouTube is a good place for like, oh, like when Halloween comes up, you know, it's, it's like subconsciously doing things like, oh, like, hey, what you want to do? Oh, you want to be a pumpkin? Oh, you want to be a princess? Like, let your child navigate what they don't know, because children still don't know themselves. And the parents know their child more than they do, even though the children know how they feel. You get what I'm saying? So if you let your child just express them versus navigating like, oh, OK, you want Batman? OK, versus like, hey, which one you want? You know, of course, like a child is going to always go to what they've been in taught or what you know has been embedded in them what's comfortable right. comfortable to them it's kind of like a program like the program of your child versus just like you know being a hmm i'm not trying to disrespect any parents or anything i'm not a parent but i'm not you know like i feel like think you know like a you know back in the day when they had like big brother like big brothers and big sisters like chaperones i feel like you know like mm-hmm. i'm not trying to be my friend i'm not trying to be my child's friend but the most comfortable and best relationship that that I've experienced and, and seen itself is when there when there's friendship within parenthood. Because the children are comfortable with right. you. The children will tell you and be open with you versus like, oh, I gotta sneak around. I gotta sneak out the window to put on my heels. Oh, I can't tell my mom I had sex for the first time. Oh, you know, it's just like, oh, I'm gonna do drugs versus like, oh, I can talk to my mom about anything because she's gonna give me the best advice versus she, you know, downing me on what I experience or what I don't know or what or what I was peer pressure or Absolutely. inspired by. Because, you, you know, you may have a son right now that, you know, all he knows is football and this and that. And then so as he gets to high school, he meets this girl that just brings it out of him. And now he want to be a cheerleader and wear heels. And how do he do that when he don't know how to express that? Because it's uncomfortable mm-hmm. in the household. So I think the parents should do is just teach their children and expose their children to everything that they wasn't taught or exposed because we don't know everything about life and we don't know everything about self. And as parents, we're still learning. So the best thing that they can do for their child mm-hmm. is to teach them as they, as they learn themselves. 
That is so true. And, you know, I will say now I am seeing um, being involved in, in the schools and, and things. I am seeing children um, be more authentically yeah, themselves. You know, um, yeah, more boys who are cheerleaders, more just, you know, who who are just simply embracing who if they if they're interested in it then they're going to do it and it's not based off of yeah. a, a gender rule not at all and I, and I, and I and I I love that but that's also that's a whole new generation that's coming up you know with younger parents than us that are in this time of just being self and involving self versus going off traditional rules and in history patterns I mm-hmm. I you know I sometimes joke about like gay for president. Like I just I, I play with stuff like that, gay for president. It's like because not not saying that it hasn't been, there probably has been a gay president with a wife. A wife does not mean anything. You get not trying to say like respecting a wife, but sometimes a wife doesn't mean anything when you're being, you know, not authentic to yourself in a, in that manner. So I play with things like mm-hmm. gay for president. Some people are like gay for president, oh like that never happened or this and that. But it's like, okay. See, what I just did was exercise your mind. What I just did is tested you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I threw that. Why, why can't I get, there be a gay for president? I'm not even gay, and I stand up for gay. You get what I'm saying? I stand up for every, everybody. But it's just mm-hmm. the fact that that is already set in stone mentally to people who have never even thought about that to know that that it's not going to happen. Because that is less of a man. Mm-hmm. So why would a person who is less of a man be in power? What? Who makes this up? Right. It's baffling. It's baffling. I'm like I'm like getting lit off this conversation. <laughs> it's so it's so baffling <laughs> because it's just like it's 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 stupidity being taught and passed along generations yes. to the next. Just because you teach your your children or just because you're you have people around you that can influence your child. Doesn't mean that they have the power for your child to be, be that or quote unquote be less than what you want them to be. You know, mm-hmm. like long as you want your child to be successful, that's all you should. That's all you should honestly be worried about is your child being successful. Not what do you, what they marry, not what type of profession they want to do. Long as they're focused on being successful right. and positive. Right. Right. And and called and as a parent, I know I'm personally um, making it a, a a point to cultivate an environment for my child to yeah. be successful. And, and honestly, sometimes like like if I have a child, and yes, I'm black, but if, you know when I when I do have children, I'm not just gonna have my kids at at at, at a at a all black um, function all the time. My child will be very, you know very diverse Diverse. my child's gonna be Mm -hmm. like the quote-unquote the word alternative my child's gonna be alternative okay cool you might go with the thugs down down the street okay cool then you're gonna go over here and do gymnastics with those okay cool you're gonna like my child is gonna be diverse and i feel like if yes schools have diversity within them you know but are we teaching what diversity is are we embedding that are we showcasing that are we just attending school getting our grades and going to the next like that's why i feel like there should be classes on mental health yes absolutely mental health and just simply being aware of right mindfulness yes because mental health classes will bring awareness to okay 
you know, things around you. Because as 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 children, we don't think about it. Yes, we we pay attention to different races and different individuals or styles or oh, you know, he a little different or she a little, you know. But do you understand the awareness of that? So, school of right. life. <laughs> Oh, come on, school of life. Okay, I'm school here of for love, it. school of life, school of life, school of energy, like all that. So that's my message. That's what I yes. want to do for, for the generations, for the community, and for, you know, mm -hmm. life is to be a voice and representation for the, once again, school place and workplace. And that's, 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 that's as simple as I can explain it. I, I sacrificed mm -hmm. my pride to live my life. Um, still, it's not something that I signed up to do. It's something that I easily can stop doing and be less of myself, mm -hmm. which I will not be. <laughs> so, you know, with not being mm -hmm. less than myself, I have no choice but to sacrifice if I want to love myself. It's not even about the mission when it comes to loving myself because loving myself is the mission. Right. Ooh. Now that was powerful. Let that matter. Yeah, that's all I gotta say, Teresa. Like I, I, I'm looking forward to what culture and you know the generations are going to evolve into. But what I think, as in anyone who's living now, um, and and above us, should really educate, mm -hmm. you know, themselves as well. Because there's a lot of people who are stuck in their ways. There's a lot of people that's back in my day. There's a lot of people that's like that are my age still l looking at me like, what are you doing? And I'm like, right. what are you thinking? Like, you still, like, wh why do you, you know, like, why do you think, like, I'm not against, I'm not doing anything against, like, I'm not disrespecting you. But mm -hmm. you're radiating this energy onto me as if I am disrespecting you or embarrassing you. Or that you're ashamed of, you know, my skin tone, and I'm a representation of that. How does that make mm. sense? Who taught you that? Or why is that still okay? Acceptable. And this and this is probably something that I I deal with because I'm a time girl. But being a time girl doesn't mean that no one else has to deal with this either. You get what I'm saying? Like there's trans, there's transgender people that are right. that are that are straight. They just want to look like a woman. They just want to feel like a woman. They want to like a man. They want to feel like a man. Whatever it is, you get what I'm saying? That doesn't mean that that is going against life's will. Like I'm just, mm -hmm. I haven't broken down broken it down yet to fully understand that. Which I told you this is what I'm battling. But it's just like I'm not. I, I don't. I'm not disrespecting anyone by loving myself. I'm not embarrassing anyone because I am black. I'm not, you know, inspiring anyone to disrespect another being either. <laughs> mm -hmm. So how, how can I get that message across is keep pushing, keep shining. Right. By doing what you're doing right now, by simply talking and and learning and 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 evolving, because again, your voice is is necessary. I'm gonna tell you something. I was watching the interview of ASAP Rocky. He was like, "I'm a bad bitch," 
and like he said like you know like mm-hmm. he was like what or whatever but like he went he it was more so like okay cool like you know i heard some other guys like i'm a bad bitch i'm a bad bitch on my stone tv bounce i was like i'm a bad bitch and y'all bitches know that he was like mm-hmm. fucking faggot i'm like okay <laughs> asa rocky is just it said bad bitch. I then said this in my song. Okay, cool. Cause also with status, also when you gain status, sometimes predominantly masculine men um can get away with things. And I'm gonna say get away with things, but they're not they're they don't ha- they aren't living the life they're hmm. How can I say that? You said sometimes. Well, people, I get what you're saying. Right. Have, it's, it's, it's more. It's more. It's more. It's more like of a pleasure. Yes, yeah, it's, more, it's more acceptable. It's more cool. It's like when I wear chokers and shit. It's like, oh, you faggot. But then rappers and stuff that put on VBS chokers and it's cool because it's money, it's wealth, it's it's a status. Right. It's yeah. a statement. And with my life, it's not no status. But my life is a lifestyle. No matter how much my status. You know, as I, no matter how much I continue to grow, the status is not going to change who I am. My status will change the perspectives and change the respect that one that doesn't have status, like a, a, a you know individual who doesn't have status, can still get. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Thank you, Ajisa. I look forward to talking to you. I want to talk to you all the time, actually. Like, you exercise yes. the fuck out of my mind and um, and my and my and my mission and my message. And I once again, I'm grateful for you. I appreciate you. Thank you for always having open arms with me, and you know, respecting me for just respecting me. Which is a reflection of yes. you. You get what I'm saying? Because I, I only, I only connect with reflections. Yes, I adapt to everyone. I'm an adapter. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a lover of life. But the reflection is mm-hmm. so, so important to this world. And the more you see reflections, the more that you feel reflections, the more that you're surrounded by reflections, the more that that can reflect on life, the message the mission in the world and more so anything love i love you i love you too benji and thank you so much this is uh it's a pleasure and and an honor to to connect with you and just to um to witness you evolve and same as me like i like i said earlier you know um, we're constantly evolving, constantly changing, and just to embrace that, be kind with yourself on that journey of of changing. You know what you thought today, you may not think tomorrow. For sure, you know. Sure. <laughs> and you know, I, I'm I'm very fortunate to 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 want change and growth with with um with with the generation because once again, I didn't have no one teaching me this. My grandmother instilled this in me. And from since then, I've just been navigating my life with myself and, you know, meeting amazing people like you along my journey. But no one's teaching me this. I'm self-teaching myself mm-hmm. and I am searching and seeking for, you know, individuals 
that are like me outside of, you know, outside of the look, the energy. And I am now stepping into those rooms and environments and surrounding myself with reflections more than I have ever had in life. And I'm once again grateful to be showcasing that and letting you in on this new journey and transition that I'm entering. Thank you.